idea was born of personal hardship, triumph, and the desire to succeed. IDARE is an acronym for integrity, of diversity, adaptation, resilience, and empowerment. It is the hallmark of my life, derived from learning to evolve through difficult circumstances and experiences that result from challenges. And these challenges without obstacles, we never would know the true meaning of success or feel the exaltation or triumph over adversity. My personal mission, therefore, is to help you encounter your purpose and live your best, your best life, your inherent potential, and finding joy in the journey. I did, and so can you. It is about personal empowerment and unlocking your inner potential. Most of all, it's about living a lifestyle of adventures in the outdoors. I dare, therefore, is a way of life. So please join me to discover your inner potential by sharing some of your own challenges. So thank you for watching and thank you for listening. Let's make it a great, great and joyful week this week. Thank you so much. Thank you for joining us at Nikki Dare Radio, heard worldwide by millions of listeners with your lovely host, Ms. Nikki Dare. Our podcast hosted by Nikki Dare is your home for education to safety and survival, leadership and inspiration. Nikki Dare is the founder of iDare Inc., a registered 501c3 with its mission to educate and mobilize resources for preparedness and sustainability. Sustainability. IDARE is a grassroots credo and personal mission based on its colors of excellence, integrity, diversity, adaptation, resilience, and empowerment. Ms. Dare's personal mission is to help you encounter your purpose by unlocking your inherent potential and finding joy in the journey. Women's advocate, transformational mentor, and a seasoned BPR change management consultant, since her early 20s in transforming companies and decades later she is reinventing her purpose and now here's your lovely host Ms. Nikki Dare Hey thank you for joining me again choosing to be here with me Nikki Dare at least for the next few minutes here and I really appreciate it I know that you guys probably have a lot of better things to do just listening to me right uh, hear me Bobby this is great it's good it's good it's good to go but can you hear me oh yeah there's only one of you now there were several of you <laughs> there were several of me yeah now there's only one sounds good I- I, I think what I did, I think what I did was um, <laughs> I got in. I have I have uh, Susan's also my assistant, and I, I, I by default I guess hers coming on too every time when I, you know, when I got on. But uh, how? Why am I frozen? <laughs> you're frozen. Uh oh, I'm frozen. Frozen. That's okay because I can see me here, right? I'm good. As long as I see you and I see me, I'm okay. good. All right. So we're good? You can hear me and, hear, and see me and everything? Oh, I can hear you just fine. I, I hope that I can. You can see me, right? I mean, I'm I'm, being, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm like human, living, alive. 
I mean, you, you look like you could be an avatar. I don't really know, but you look cute <laughs> to me. So. Well, cheers. I'm having it's, it's after. I mean, what time is it? It's after six o'clock. Six oh one. You're like waiting for six so you can just get hammered. Eh? Cheers. No, I usually don't get hammered. I just, I just. Well, I was doing this, but I think oh, it's still some. Okay, <laughs> but yeah. I am so grateful to have you here, Bobby. But um, just so you know, I mean, I I'm doing a podcast. I've been doing a podcast for several years, but it's just I've been having a lot of stuff, a lot of personal things, and you know, we're all in in this together, right? I, I stopped doing podcasts, so I'd like to do um, a relaunch a podcast, which is um, I want to relaunch it sometimes in September, mid September, basically, and then so I have dual dual. Screen monitor, so I see you here. I see you here. Wow. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the more the better, right? Um, Trippy. <laughs> you look good, by the way. You look good. Oh, thanks. Yeah, I like that hairdo. Look at that. I like that hairdo. Yeah, it's called. I didn't know what to do, so I just. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm so glad. I'm so glad that you're here. But guess. To uh, to invite to speak and everything, so I'm so grateful. It was just like on the fly. I saw your room and I said, I'm gonna ask. Sure. You. Yeah. So how I'm are you doing, by the way? Yeah, I mean, man, today was it's just you know the pandemic and just personal stuff and just people have been dying and uh, it's just I think today it just hit like nothing really happened. It's just kind of like you know like. Boom! Hit the wall, and it was like two hours of crying on Clubhouse. I was like, "Really? Oh. That's what this is today?" Okay, I do feel better now. <laughs> Good for you. Well, I am But, cheering yeah. for you and your success. Thank you. And I usually do a podcast in the morning and sometimes in the evening when I do. Okay, guys, don't mind me. <laughs> so I, I am so glad that you are feeling much better today. And yeah. You know, as I can see and I can hear from the clubhouse, congratulations, Fede! Congratulations on your twenty thousand followers. Thank you. Um, yeah, and I, I think that you have a very strong tribe who support you. Uh, each one of them support you. That I can hear from their voices today. Uh, I was in the room, and I was actually multitasking, so I had to write this out of my head. <laughs> yeah, But, yeah. Sweet. I mean, honestly. Um... I just, I just love my my community, you know. Like they really have my back, and I, and then everybody was calling me and texting me after, and I don't know. It's nice, you know. It's like Clubhouse. Sometimes people think, I, look, there's a lot of people who use Clubhouse to just sell things, and that's fine. I get it. Like you know, people are doing business, but you can really connect to people, you know, and build deep relationships. And for me, like that's the most important thing. Um, I've met some really amazing people around the world, and I'm very grateful for that. Well, let's talk about that some more because I've got some really compelling questions for oh, you. you. Oh, yeah! Here we go. Here we go. Uh, we're going to go diving into it, and I'm going to introduce you shortly, uh, really briefly. But I'm just going to go ahead and do my own uh, my thing, my introduction early here, yeah. and I'll go ahead and dive in with the questions for you, with your questions. Uh, oh boy! <laughs> and hopefully that we can have. Fun while doing this. All right, guys. Apa kabar? Selamat pagi. Buenos dias. Bonjour. Good morning, guys. And this is a very good morning because I am blessed to have you and my special exclusive podcast podcast guest here with me. 
Good to have you all back here on Dare Radio with Nikki Dare. I'm super excited as you can feel and hear it for my voice this morning with our guest who has a background and hands-on experiences in overcoming these challenges uh, in his personal journey. From all of my podcast guests, guys, they were actors, screenwriters, and stuntmen, military, like, you know, technical guys working in big screen movies. Uh, but this morning, I am so exceptionally, exceptionally uh, grateful to be armed with this young man who has such incredible, empowering story. <laughs> He's going through that. And a huge name in Hollywood. Here's my exclusive guest this morning, Bobby Del Rio. I wish you guys can see him, handsome as ever. And Bobby with the haircut. I love your haircut, by the way, a hairdo today. Oh, thank yeah, I just spit in my hand and I rub in my hair and I don't know. It's what it is. It looks great. It looks great. Bobby Del Rio has 20 plus year career in the entertainment industry. And he is an actor, writer, filmmaker, and producer. Uh, Bobby, good to see you finally here and get up so close with me. I met you through the clubhouse. Yeah. Uh, how are you, my dear? All right. I mean, I think you were in my room. I had a really tough emotional kind of day but you know clubhouse is interesting because it's all in real time and i just i'm a very like um open vulnerable person so me crying on clubhouse is not really new <laughs> to be honest like, this is like like you know it's like you have bad days and i, I had a bad day i didn't, it's I didn't even, okay. to be honest i didn't even really have a bad day like i it's like i just you know i had this great workout and then i just hit the wall and i just you know and it's just I was running my room and then because I'm very authentic, like I was just so sad and I just started crying. And then, uh, and then the, that's the room now. Right. And then many, all, many of us relate to that and resonate with you being vulnerable and being authentic. And that's, that's what we love about you, Bobby. That's what we love about you. I want to hear your story, uh, your personal story, which I can imagine um, has so much turns, picks and valleys, which you, you know, probably took you to where you are today. So let's start with what inspired you to venture to this career path where you are today. And of course, your peaks and valleys and um, along your journey. And uh, tell us how you respond to all of these challenges that we sure. you off today. Uh, it's funny because you call me young man. I don't know if I'm as young as you may think I am. I'm 43 years old. Uh, so I have been doing this for quite a while. Um, I don't know. Look, I, I was always kind of the star of uh, class plays ever since I was like six. Um, but really, like I it was really like a hobby and I'd done it for a long time. But I, I went to the University of Toronto and studied economics, but I was just really unhappy. Um, but then I was cast in a couple of plays when I was in university and I noticed I would skip an entire day of calculus and accounting and I, you know, I would show up 10 minutes early for, for the plays. And I realized, oh, like, I actually want to be here. Like, I love performing. Um, and then I, I transferred to theater school and sort of the rest is history. Yeah, that was, that was 2000, uh, 1997, I think. That's when Wow. That was a couple yeah. of decades ago. Yeah. Yeah. That was like before Y2K. Kids. <laughs> yeah. That is, but it was a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you are in Toronto, in Canada. 
Toronto, although I'm, I'm now also represented in um, Hollywood. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm kind of going back and forth. Like I have, I'm, pro- I'm shooting projects up in Canada, um, but I'm also, I've hired an immigration lawyer and I have projects being set up in Los Angeles. And I'm just, I'm just kind of going back and forth, um, you know, as the sort of shooting schedule allows. Would love to meet you in person. I'm in Los Angeles and Hollywood is just my backyard. Oh, great. Yeah. Well, for sure. When I come down, I may come uh, in late September, but we'll see. Like I'm juggling quite a few things right now. So yeah, it's just get Uber. Traffic yeah. is hell over here. Get Uber. Oh, so Uber's even better than having a car? <laughs> well, not unless you want to stuck in traffic. I mean, Hollywood traffic, 170. <laughs> Five and 405 freeway and 170. I, I'm, I'm bullying me. I know this. Wow. I know the traffic and the headache. But yeah, I mean, if you want to rent a car, that's fine. Uh, well, I don't know. I keep hearing Uber's a good way to get around in LA. Yep. I've heard that times. Yeah, Uber it is. I want to just read to the audience, uh, to the listeners, your, your most recently, um, if this is still is, I, I, I grabbed this from your LinkedIn. Yeah. <laughs> Obvious feature debut is a writer-director, uh, the market. Is that right? The market. Yeah. I received international distribution from, uh, was it Parallel International Distribution, Parallel Universe uh, Pictures, right? That's correct, yeah. And it is currently available on Amazon Prime in the U.S. and also the U.K. and Vimeo on demand yep. for Canada, right? And That's he right. is best known as creator and showrunner for IRL, the series. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is sold to Bell Media's Five, uh, what is it, Five TV One. Mm-hmm. The series had won Best Web ser- Series uh, from the L.A. Los Angeles Film Awards. Congratulations. Thank you. And was an official selection of the Sicily. Wow. Webfest in Italy. So uh, Bobby Del Rio was also profiled in CBC's micro series project, Heartbreak to Art, for the way IRL was created, directed by uh, Drake's mu- music video superstar director. Is it Karina Evans? Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And tell us a little bit about that, about some of your accolades, achievements. Wow. Um, yeah, I mean, I've had, you know, I've been, had a pretty good career over 20 years. Um, so Karina, she, I guess she was directing this, this sort of like micro series for CBC and she had, she'd been following my, um, my web series. I created this web series, which was very, um, popular in Canada. And, um, the opportunity came for her to profile different artists. And so we met and she just we just really got along. She liked my story. So she did this sort of like one minute documentary about me. I, I've been sort of bullied a lot, like in the entertainment industry. Um, yeah. And that was like CBC is like, you know, one of the biggest uh, media organizations in Canada. So we got a lot of attention for that. And, you know, and then actually it ended up dropping um, to promote a play that I had written and was starring in called professionally ethnic. And that was a big hit. And, like, I just, you know, I've been blessed to have a lot of publicity and, and working opportunities in my career. So, Who has been your biggest supporter or mentor or even role model throughout your journey over the course of your career? Uh, hmm. Well, look, I, I guess I'd, I'd have to, to shout out um, Tanya Lee Williams, who was on Young and the Restless for over 20 years. She hired me. So she runs a film festival in Toronto called the Real World Film Festival. It's devoted to okay. multicultural. Yeah, so it's like it's like the most prominent multicultural film festival in Canada. 
So she hired me to be the Canadian feature film programmer for five years, which meant like it was my job to select all the Canadian feature films. Uh, and I really put a lot of local programming together and it gave me like major, major connections across Canada in the film and television industry. Mm -hmm. I have to thank Tanya for that because without her, uh, that never would have happened. And I didn't even know what it was. I remember she, she emailed me and she was like, Hey, would you like to be a programmer? And I was like, yes. What's that? <laughs> yeah. Well, I didn't even know what it was. I was like, I'll do it. What is it? So yeah. But it later, it's an opportunity. <laughs> yeah. It ended up being an amazing opportunity to be honest, like the number of relationships uh, and projects that came out of that five year period. I mean, it's life, life changing. Great, great. So, so kids, you don't know what you're gonna get. Exactly. You never know who you're gonna meet and what what falling into that opportunity. So grab the opportunity while you can and worry about later and you can you can fix, you know, the how to and everything. I wanna ask you this, okay. Single bachelor you are, right? As a single bachelor entrepreneur in the film industry. Right. What do you say the biggest, biggest challenge that you faced throughout those years or still is? And how are you responding to the dating scene? I know you have a girlfriend right now, I believe. Yeah. So I like I don't want to uh, necessarily talk about my personal uh, relationship. No, no, that's uh, OK. But I but what I will say is. You know, I've been single for um, a lot of my career and. To be honest, like it's tough. You have to be careful because, especially now, right? Like I, I get a lot of attention. I've been interviewed uh, 40 times in the last three months, right? Almost right. 400 times in my career, right? Like a lot. And so sometimes some women will target me for the attention because they want attention. So if they date me, then they can get attention. So that's the thing is that you don't quite, sometimes you don't know, right? Like, does she like me for me? Does she like me because I can do things for her? So generally, I try to date outside the industry. Smart. Uh, yeah, because then, you know, but even then, it's not always foolproof. But for the most part, um, people who aren't in the industry aren't as interested in trying to get famous, basically. I think that's a fair statement. I mean, we see yeah. a lot of Hollywood couples out there, right? I mean, they try hard. And uh, I think that's very smart. Not going into personal details and everything like that. And just, you know, in a general statement. Uh, we see a lot of Hollywood couples are really trying, trying hard. I mean, some of the celebrities out there. Oh, yeah. And like, honestly, like they're, like a lot of women hit me up on Clubhouse at the beginning um, when I was single. And there was, um, you know, like you could kind of tell, right? Like they're really asking about my publicity and talking about, oh, like, like, like just the things that aren't really about me. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like you're kind of talking at me as opposed to to me so yeah it was pretty clear that no obviously not all but uh some women were kind of looking at me like a way to take them to the next level yeah yeah, yeah. i mean yeah i can imagine that bobby i mean you know you're just so here's the next question let's okay. move on <laughs> with the question yeah. next <laughs> that was pretty hot <laughs> i want to hear your perspective as far as um Promoting brand and yourself, right? We're still in this in this in this mode right now on social media, including the social audio. What is the biggest challenge you say? Challenge and how are you overcoming some of the negative comments that perhaps 
I mean, uh, not just from the, the female perspective, uh, female um, community, but I'm, I'm just on overall, tell us how is this, um, you know, the negative comments, perhaps, if this mental health intersect somehow with the film industry community, if you get to my point here. Yeah, very well. You're, you're good. These are like real questions. Jeez, <laughs> like, I'm going to start crying again. Um, okay, here's what I'll say. I have a history of being bullied, right, uh, okay. online. Because of the attention I've gotten in the industry, people are vicious. It's the worst it's ever been is right now. And, you know, I'm one of the most popular people on Clubhouse. And um, because of that, like, I get, um, I get abused every day, right? Like, I get abused. Sometimes it's minor. Sometimes it's major. Sometimes it's very public. Sometimes it's private. I don't know. I guess... Uh, part of the reason that I had a big cry today is I had some really um, just mean people in the last two weeks say a lot of really um, negative things to me on purpose. Okay. So after a while, like it really just, it gets to you. But for the most part, I think I'm okay dealing with it just because it happens every day. So, and you know, like actually Grant Cardone, do you know Grant? Of course. Um, so actually when I hit 20K, um, I did it in my, my friend Todd Skelton's room and Grant Cardone was on the panel. He was the first guy who back channeled me to say congratulations, which was really nice. That's nice. Um, yeah. He's, he's a good guy. I really like Grant. I don't know him so, so well, but from clubhouse, uh, he's, I don't know. He's always been really kind. He's to always me there. And, yeah. He comes yeah, in but and he, out of the room, but he's a good guy. Like, like he, I don't know. He's very respectful. And, but anyway, so he posted um, on his Instagram this morning about haters. Yeah. How basically like, no one who's more successful than him has ever been a hater. Right. So mm. I, I think it's just, this is just part of it. You can't really succeed unless there's people who I guess are unhappy that you're successful. Mm. It's it hurts me because like all my rooms are about elevating other people, supporting women, supporting people of color, supporting LGBTQ plus, like I'm a community guy. Like I'm not, in it for me, like I do get a lot of individual opportunities, but I'm, I'm amplifying other people all the time. Mm -hmm. So for me to get attacked for that does not feel good. But at the end of the day, it's not really about me. It's kind of about them, right? They're just kind of hurt or angry or whatever's going on with them. So I try not to take it personally, but it definitely hurts after a while for sure. Yeah. I appreciate your, um, your, your respond to that because um, I want to say it out loud, it comes to territory, your success. And, sure. you know, by the way, congratulations on your latest reach of uh, 20,000 followers on Clubhouse. Um, that's a milestone for you. And I think, um, you know, I command you, I applaud you for that because it, it, it takes a lot um, out of a person. And mental immunity is the vein of emotional resilience. And you said it well. You, you come on there, you, uh, you know, you, you become, you know, the supporter for everybody in the clubhouse, and then it's all about them. And then some haters will, will be haters, I think, right? And Greg Cardone has few, <laughs> I think you said. I am, oh, yeah. Go ahead. Oh, no, I was just, uh, you know, I, I've actually asked Grant Cardone about it on clubhouse, right? Because he, he, he's talked, he's pretty open about haters. And I've had a lot of experience with it. Um, but to be honest, it made me feel better because he was just very honest that like, yeah, like it's just that he, it's actually hard for him too. So even though he's like me, like even I think today, I also, I was, I think I was inspired by him and I kind of 
I don't know. Like I had, I was going to the gym and I wrote this Instagram post about I'm unstoppable or, you know, that kind of thing. Um, but the reality is it does, it does hurt. Right. And but yeah. Grant, Grant was really open about that as well. And so I guess that also makes it easier for me to be open about it because I think the more of us that talk about it, maybe you start to realize like, you know, some of us, we get a lot of attention, but we're still human beings, you know, with emotions, of course. Yeah. And then we got to have to be mindful and respectful with each other, uh, no matter what, but haters will be haters. And I think Grant also posted that, you know, uh, there's no, not single hater that wants to trade a place with me or something like that. He said, right. and very oh, true. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It is very true. It is what happens when we um, also talking about uh, this, this emotional uh, resilience that when we condition our minds to not only expect fearful thoughts and, you know, sadness and everything, I and mean, everybody has emotions, right? But to tolerate as they occur when they occur, right? Um, and this is all part of the, um, I want to say, part of the, uh, the building blocks. And um, I don't want to get into the details on this, but you know, just recognizing this, it is part of the journey, right? Um, oh, it's just part of the journey of success, Bobby. I know. Uh, it is. It comes to the territory, my dear. It's funny because I keep hearing this. I've, I've literally probably had 700 people tell me this. So I know it. It's not that I don't, it's not that I don't know it. I still don't know it in my heart. Like I know it in my head, not in my heart, because it's like part of me still wants to believe that being a good person will kind of like, I, I don't know, like triumph over, I don't know, whatever it is, jealousy or whatever, whatever it is. But the reality is, you know, like people were, were sort of like animals, you know, and you, you kind of yeah. don't want one animal to get more food than the other animal or whatever it is. Um. I don't know. I, it's not, I don't care so much. I mean, I, obviously I want to be successful in my life, and my career, but I don't know. Like I'm building communities. Like I like to make friends with people. Like I'm, I like to work with other people. Like that's what I'm about. I'm a community builder, mm -hmm. so, but the reality is I am the leader for the communities that I build. So I'm going to get that attention. And there's a lot of people who just, they want the attention. And so you can't really escape um, the attacks because you have something they want. And you yeah. have 20,000 people behind you to support right. you, you know, 20,000 of us and including myself, I'm here to support. And, you know, I mean, you have empowered so many different people, so many people around the world. Think about that. You know, you got to have to look back and say, oh, my gosh, look what I've done already in the clubhouse. How many months have you been in the clubhouse? Six months. Six months. So that's, that's a great achievement you know, and then you're still continuing building and building and empowering people around the, around the world. Right. Yeah. So, trying. Funny. Cause I hit 20,000. I was talking about it today, how I used to do this thing every time when I was like at 15.1, I would circle it, post it on IG as a story, 15.2. It was just kind of like a fun game for me, but now, now that I've hit 20,000, I'm going to stop doing it. Um, just because I'm like, okay, 20,000 is a lot. Right. Yeah. And I, I, you know, it's not that I don't want to like keep tracking them, like it's fun or whatever, but I'm not going to post that anymore. And actually what I think I'm going to do, you know, I, obviously I like followers. It helps me, but I think what I'm going to do is start supporting smaller rooms. I did that yesterday. Um, there's this guy, Daniel Mendoza, 
he runs this it's like it's called like film geek chats or something there's usually there's like 15 people in the room 20 people but i was like you know what this guy's really smart he's nice like people like it i went to his room i posted i promoted him on on instagram he appreciated it like i think what i want to do is just use my i don't know my cloud or whatever my profile to help the smaller people because i can just amplify myself more but i'm already like one of the top people on the app so i guess for me like well if i can use that to bring attention to the people who I feel really deserve it, that is going to make me feel better. And I, I, I realized that today, like it can't be about me, not that it really was, but I think I have to double down on helping other people. That's when I'm, I feel good about myself. I love that. You live your life completely grounded with your truth and your purpose, the purpose really in your life and you continue doing so. And that speaks volume about you, about your, yourself right and I really appreciate that by the way I you know I think there's no I think it's sexier by the way <laughs> you oh. know you, you know what I mean I mean really I, think about it you know you it, hang I have no idea say? is it sexy <laughs> yeah let's put it out there <laughs> all right why is it sexy let's have this conversation I'm curious People use that word lately, you know, I mean, when, when they say, oh, Nikki, um, you have a room and I think sustainability is so sexy. What is it about? And I go like sexy, caught me off guard <laughs> when they say that. So I think um, we should, we should uh, stop using that. But, you know, um, I want to ask you uh, another question, a couple sure. other questions. How are you doing so far? Good. Are you having fun? Yeah, yeah. The question is a guest. I'm just trying to, you know. I'm sorry. I hope I'm not a boring guest. I'm just trying to answer. No, questions. no, 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 no. <laughs> There's a lot of questions. There's two, three more left. Um, you know, as we already know, leadership is so important now, increasingly ever uh, significant. Uh, you know, being the right role model and things like that, right? To the next generation. What are your personal advices to young and next generation out there in regards to journey to success um, wow. with all of this going on or simply just following passion to become, you know, the purpose in your life, things like that? These are good questions. These are very, very good questions. So, hmm, okay. You know, at the beginning of Clubhouse, I, I probably would have said something about go for your dreams. Don't let anybody tell you you can't do it. And then, um, then I got an agent in Hollywood a month into my experience on Clubhouse. Um, and now I've been interviewed 40 times. And now I have all these projects around the world. All these amazing things have happened. But I guess what I would tell the next generation is it's good to have individual successes. And you should strive for individual successes. But do not forget to give back. Because the most important thing, in my opinion, giving back to others. And I think there's too many people who take and not enough give. And you know what? It's a lot harder to give. It's a lot, it's an end. It's a lot harder to give when you get punished for giving. Right. Mm -hmm. But I think that if we stop caring about each other, there's nothing left. Mm -hmm. If we're in this competition to like, beat other people or make more money or look at me, not look at them. Mm -hmm. We we're not alive anymore. 
You know, like what I say in my film rooms is we are not an industry. We are a community. Different. It's different. And so what I would tell the next generation is it's not weak to love, you know? And I think that if you're willing to care about other people and you realize that we all have a responsibility to help the other people on the planet, life's better for everyone. Oh, God, that landed so well with me. Landed so well. I really like that a lot. You just, you just landed. <laughs> this is so cool. <laughs> you I'm, said something about I'm, we're not. <laughs> go ahead. I'm just answering questions. That's all. We're not an industry, but we we're are a, a community. Yeah. I love that a lot. I love that a lot. And this yeah. is why I, you know, I'm so glad that I have met you here in the community of uh, Clubhouse app. You know, in the mm. last uh, few months, I've seen you in different rooms and I, you know, try to connect with you and things like that. And I'm so glad, I'm so glad that I am able to up and close now with you to have the opportunity to speak with you and then just uh, interview you with some questions like this one. Hopefully it's okay. <laughs> right? well, great questions, you know, like I really appreciate you taking an interest and you really like did your research. Like these are real questions. I was like, <laughs> yeah. I, I want to just, because I know you're a busy young man and, you know, and just like you said, and you got like 40 interviews in the month or so, or something like that. And I'm like, oh gosh, I got to get him right here. So when I saw you in the room, in your room today, and I said, let me grab him for like today. I love spontaneous, by the way. I mean, yeah, I, yeah, I think, you know, we know that when there's an opportunity, grab it. Yeah, that's the best way is like, I'm here now, like, let's do it now because my schedule is so crazy. I'm shooting another project and uh, like, there's all, my life is like nonstop. So I'm like, if it's, if the time is now, let's do it now. Yeah, let's do it now. So I have a couple other last questions, but this one last question, it's not a tricky sure. question, Bobby. Uh, okay. <laughs> it's not a tricky right. question, but something that I want to ask you. Uh, I've seen you on social media and things like that. And I think you you are a great role model to some some people, to a lot of people, right? And loved by many. I know that for sure. 20,000 of you, of us here. Question, if you were to leave this world tomorrow, what message would you tell yourself and why? Um, I don't know. It's, it's going to maybe be a bit sad, you know, but I, I think I would say like, you could have done more, you know, like, I don't know if it's like that, the Liam Neeson from Schindler's list thing, but it's, it's funny. Like I have amplified a lot of people and support a lot of communities. Today was beautiful. My Italians in the Hollywood room, I didn't yeah. expect this really beautiful things were said to me. Um, and, and also beautiful friendships were made in that room, which um, was very special to me. But, you know, there's a thing that happens when you realize that you can actually impact people's lives in a positive way where you go, man, like, what if I started earlier? You know, like, what, what if I worked harder to do that? Like, you know, like, sometimes I feel guilty that I get, um, I get consumed by my own ambitions and, you know, like, I want followers and opportunities and, but, and there's nothing wrong with having individual ambitions as well, but. I just feel like I'm in such a strong position to help others. Like, how do I not do that more? You know? So I guess for me, it's, it's really realizing, man, for everybody you help, there's so many more people who need help. 
you lead by example, Bobby, and I really truly appreciate your just vulnerability and your, you know, kindness and uh, candidness of of just replying to responding to these questions. And I think um, authenticity. That's why I, I can res- resonate and relate with you, and I really appreciate that. Really appreciate that. Uh, it takes such immense courage and um, to, to break and set free. I, I know we all want the same thing in life, right? We want freedom. And the ambition that you, you, know, you mentioned, um, nothing wrong with that. That's just, that's just uh, the way we are designed, right? And if you are in a business world, that is what you, you, you have to have, a personal mission statement and also business person, business mission statement. And you cross path and there you have it. But more importantly, though, what you just said, I mean, if you're in a position of to giving back and to make impacts to other, for others and the, to make a better world for other people, I mean, that really struck a lot of chords with me. And mm-hmm. uh, I really appreciate that. It is personal up. And raw, guys, this is Bobby Del Rio. I really appreciate you. Is there anything else you want to uh, uh, share with us? I know he's sharing his truth right now, which has brought him to his happiness, peace, and abundance of wisdom and inspiration. I know that he, he said that he has bad days. That's normal. All of us do, you know? Yeah. I don't know if, if I had any... I don't know, sort of closing thoughts. Um, Look, I get a lot of people who I guess kind of look up to me, which to be honest, surprises me, but you know, I get a lot of attention. So I guess that makes sense. Um, I guess what I would say though, is I'm not better than anyone. You know, I'm just, I'm just a normal guy to be honest. I mean, I've been in the film industry for a long time and um, you know, I know I get a lot of attention, but I, I am really surprised by it, to be honest, even though I, I, I'm kind of used to it, but it's also a surprise. Like I, I kind of just feel like I'm doing the right thing, you know? And I, I don't think I'm better than anyone. And I think that, I think the more that we kind of just do the right thing. Yes. I I think think it's simple, you know, I think sometimes we human beings make life so difficult and it's not that difficult. It's like, just do the right thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think, you know, being humble and staying humble as you are and just, you know, down to earth as yourself. I mean, that's what attract a lot of people, a lot of uh, myself, even, you know, uh, we've seen a lot of celebrities, um, you know, don't mention any names or anything like that in, in, in a higher caliber um, might not remember where they come from you know what I mean and I think with you I I don't see any problem that you always remember Um, and then take everybody along with you as you grow climb more and more higher mountain as you climb Bobby and I really appreciate you for just sharing sharing your thoughts and insight and everything else if I may offer information or refer you to others (laughs) you don't know that (laughs) <laughs> or simply just want to collab with you. How can we reach you? I know you're on Clubhouse and um, you have a very strong tribe community there. Um, you know, where else are you? Are you you're on social uh, every social media, right? Yeah, like I mean, I, on Instagram, I'm at, at Bobby Del Rio. Um, that's a pretty good way to track me. I'm on Twitter at, at Bobman. 
Um, I will say at this point in my career, uh, it's, I have a lot of people wanting to collaborate with me. So it's, it's pretty much, I kind of have to know people. Um, mm-hmm. Also, I have, I have agents in Hollywood as well as Toronto, Canada. So mm-hmm. it's really just a negotiation. Mm-hmm. Um, but it becomes difficult because there's a lot of people that um, I really like. Um, but also I'm at a certain point in my career, like where I, there's, I, like, I get hundreds of DMs every single week. And obviously I can't, res- I was responding to everybody, but now it's like, there's too many. Yeah. Um, so I'm doing my best, but generally when I collaborate, it's people that I have a relationship with someone that I already know, but I, the rooms are probably the best way to interact with me. I do yeah. six rooms and um, anybody can come up and talk, ask a question or something. And then yeah. I, I get to know a lot of there. Yeah. Yeah, I like that social audio very much because uh, it's not just leveraging the voice, but also, um, you know, the connection and people can have a direct uh, reach with anybody, really, the host of the room. And I'm hearing about, I want to ask a couple of questions. I'm hearing sure. about your Saturday room. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Sure. Men supporting women? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So um, I think that there's a need for men to stand up for women because there's a lot of women uh, sort of standing up for women, uh, women's groups, women's rights. But I feel like men are a big part of it. Right. So mm-hmm. like women are not going to be able to make more progress unless men help support that journey. Cause it's still a patriarchy, right? Like sometimes um, I refer to myself as not only a feminist, but I'm like a militant feminist uh, so patriarchy is very real. Uh, and I think that we have to understand that our women are our queens. Um, we have to love our women. We have to support them. Um, you know, what's funny is that I actually got all this criticism, um, you know, a couple of weeks ago for like openly loving my girlfriend. And I was just like, all these guys were like DMing me and like, just calling me the most disgusting things in public. And I was just like, when was it a crime to like love people? You know, mm-hmm, I just mm-hmm. did that. Um, and I think this is part of the problem, you know, like, I think that, I think that as men, we have to recognize what we're doing to contribute to toxicity um, and to be active participants in changing it. And we have to understand that when our women succeed, we succeed, right? Absolutely. So that room is really about that, right? It's really just helping women um, to sort of do what I feel like they should rightfully be doing anyway, which quite frankly is to lead. I think women make better leaders than men. And so anything I can do to help women lead, I'll, I'll do. You know, guys, if you are listening to this, you know why I love Bobby Del Rio, because he's got that side of him also to support women community. So there you have it. (laughs) He's a well-rounded, he's not just actor, writer, filmmaker, and uh, producer. He's all Hollywood, but also he takes care of his women and uh, (laughs) right in the community. I try, try. (laughs) It's so humble. I hear another room on Saturday about... um, how to convert or making your books into a movie or something oh, like that. Oh, yeah. Cat and Cow's Rooms, um, Could Your Life Be a Movie? Yeah, I, I'm a moderator there. Uh, it's Cat and Cow's Room. Um, I'm there all the time. 
I, I actually created a writer's development program based on winners. So every, every so often, every, maybe a couple of few weeks, uh, people win prizes uh, and the prizes I help mentor them. So I already have two women who are amazing and I'm starting a whole program um, based on prize winners from that event, from Cat and Kel's Saturday night group. And the goal is to really help mentor a whole group and then the group can support each other. Um, and again, it's just like what I do, right? I, it's like, I'm just creating communities to help each other, but it's, it's definitely coming out of that room. Cause I realized, man, there's a lot of like super talented artists who don't even know how talented they are. And so I felt like, well, if I can help contribute to their journey in a sort of more professional setting, even if it's at least in like a sort of advisory um, capacity, uh, then I'm going to do that. Any opportunity basically to open up so they can, they can. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of people I think who need guidance, which yes. makes sense. You don't have professional experience. Like how are you going to know where you're supposed to go or it's even possible where I, I've have quite a lot of, um, you know, success and accomplishments in the industry. So I'm pretty familiar with many, many different ways to succeed. So if I can help um, push people along, I'll do it. That's incredible. That's incredible. Because I know a lot of these rooms, and especially the ones that I just heard uh, what you're moderating in. I mean, you know, this sort of rooms can be charging money, right? For those kind of... Um, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, bottom line, right? I mean, it yeah. Could. I, like, I don't want to like attack other people and i don't i don't attack people publicly i don't criticize people publicly i never say names in a negative way but um i just think we can do better instead instead of like taking from people i think we should be giving to them i like that a lot i mean this is so in alignment what you said and very consistent to what you have been saying throughout the interview here with me and yeah. I, I really appreciate your um really just everything that you said here and present to us and share with us, Bobby. Um, one last thing. <laughs> Is there any exciting projects uh, that you would like to share? I know a lot of them are still going to be behind the background, all behind the scenes, and you, you probably cannot uh, share with us. But is there anything, books or anything like that, that you want to share with us? Okay, I'll, I'll share one. My, so my friend Kat Hostick, um, she's created a web series called Polly is New Monogamy. Mm -hmm. So I play her best friend. I'm in every episode we're shooting right now in Toronto, Canada. Uh, I think she's absolutely hilarious. The scripts are amazing. Production's been going really well. I've shot three episodes already. Uh, I have, I think, two or three more. Um, I think it's going to be a hit. Uh, and I can't wait for people to see it. Wow. Thank you for sharing that. So yeah. when is it going to be out? Um don't that i don't know we're shooting now i think it's going to be done maybe mid-september and then you know they have to edit and promote so i i'm just an actor i mean i'm you know the male lead in the show so i do have a big part in the show um but ultimately you know it's kind of up to cat and what she wants to do with her, her production team um but i would imagine early 2022 you'll you'll see it 2022 yeah after but, the edits and stuff yeah. But again, you don't know. I mean, maybe she gets a TV deal, you know, maybe, like anything is possible. One thing I know about this industry is you never know where things are going to go. But I will say, you know, we're probably about halfway through the shoot. Um, it's been really, really well done. It's hilarious. It's very professionally shot. The, perf the actors are amazing. We're all like friends and stuff like mm -hmm. it's going to be it for sure. So 
one last thing, just coming from out of my personal thing, because I, I do have uh, uh, quite a few people who are in the film industry and I haven't spoken with them lately, but coming from you, um, how is it, how is it doing right now as far as the industry? Is it, is it coming, coming along with global disruption? Is it slowly or is it more mm-hmm. in a rapid or is it just kind of like settle? So, okay. So I do a room out on Sundays called international film financing. Mm-hmm talking to some of the top producers in the world every week for months and months and months and months. So I, I'm pretty um, good at knowing what's happening. Right. Okay. So my sense is, first of all, it depends on the country, right? It depends on the region. It depends, depends, depends. Yeah, absolutely. There's a lot of uncertainty. There's a lot of start and stop. I don't think we're going to have consistency until Corona is over. So What's also happened is that because of COVID, um, most budgets are up about 15 to 20%. Now, for sometimes it's a bit less, sometimes it's a bit more, depends on the budget. Um, but there's so much money being spent because of extra insurance costs, uh, extra travel costs, uh, people getting sick, tests, all these different COVID protocols that it really is interrupting the industry. Um, There's some countries and some states and provinces that are incredibly busy, and there's some that are are at a complete standstill. Um, You know, there's celebrities who get COVID and then the project is gone. There's actors who get COVID and they get recast. I just heard there was a there's a big director who got COVID and lost the opportunity to direct to direct their own movie. It's just going to be like this until COVID is done. So. The industry is always going to be there. And I think the pandemic has proven uh, people want to tell stories. Mm-hmm. For me as a producer, I'm, not, I'm waiting until it's all done. Uh, it's too expensive. It's too uncertain. And I think you're still putting people's lives at risk. So until, until Corona is sort of in the past, um, I think it's just going to be very uncertain. We can do the best we can. But the film and television industry will definitely be inconsistent until that happens. Oh, I am so glad to hear that. I really am. There's hope. Uh, there's very, uh, you know, optimistic to hear in the film industry. But yeah, you, you're looking at the lens from the international uh, community. And that's, you know, this is one of the dynamics, the powerful of being in the social audio, right? That you can connect oh, with everybody else. Yeah, this is, this is so cool. I mean, who knew that we could be doing this, right? Um, 18 months yeah, ago. Cool. You're in Los Angeles. I'm in Toronto, Canada. Here it is. Yeah, I always thought that you're in Los Angeles for some reason, you know? Well, it's because I it's like I have such a large network there, right? So I have a lot of projects in Los Angeles. Um, but no, no, I've never even been to Los Angeles. I have an agent in Los Angeles, but I've never met him in person. Well, my husband used to work at Paramount Pictures. Um, and oh, cool. so we hang out. Uh, we used to hang out for lunch and everything like that. They're at the, at the lot, studio lot. And I always go to Dr. Phil's studios and everything, get all those VIP uh, tickets right. and invitations, but used to um, really hang out a large mont uh, mm-hmm. area there in Hollywood, Melrose. So yeah, I um, I'm, I'm familiar with the uh, studios out here with the Warner Brothers as well. So right. yeah, any closing statement? I love this. I know we're running out of time because we are having way too much fun right now. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Look, you know, I'll be very simple. I just think people like be good to each other. You know, like people are struggling. And so that's why, look, I'm getting attacks. There's a lot of volatility happening. I mean, I cried for two hours on Clubhouse today, but I just think it's like everyone's still going through hell. So 
I just think that we need to raise our moral standards and remember that mm-hmm. um, when people behave a bit badly, maybe we can give them a bit of a break when we can, because it's hard, man. It's hard. It's hard out there right now for a lot of people. So you're either part of the problem or you're part of the solution. I choose to be part of the solution. I like that a lot, but I think um, you hit it right there. You know, I mean, a lot, it could not, you know, it doesn't have to be, it may not be you. It usually isn't. It's them, you know, maybe they're having some problems, but um, again, I mean, it's just insecurities and things like that. And, uh, you know, we all have to be mindful about, uh, about all of that. A lot of people are start struggling right now, emotionally, financially, and things like that. But it is, um, is about self-awareness, self-love. And I think, I think we, we just need to be mindful and, you know, practice the empathy. And that comes yeah. in our personal zone, obviously, right? And you as a leader, Bobby Del Rio, um, you're doing a great job. Let me tell you that. You're doing a great job as a leader in the community that you have held this <laughs> role in the, yeah. in the community and clubhouse. And then some, I'm hearing this. So I'm really, really thankful that you had the time to come in and share with us. Super grateful to have you here, by the way. And I'd like well, to invite I'm, Thank you. I appreciate the opportunity. Yeah, I, I'd like to invite you back when you're not so busy. And hopefully after, you know, the, uh, the show that you had produced, uh, perhaps in spring 2022 or maybe even sooner or something like that. Yeah, but, let um, me know. I'm around. Yeah, hopefully that you come to L.A. and then we can take some selfies and then, you Oh, know, I'm definitely definitely coming my agents there it's just a question of uh paperwork and timing and plus the covid cases are going up in la so i don't know now is the smartest time i'm just trying like it's like so much uncertainty but i'm definitely coming so that's good i'm so glad to hear i'm so glad to hear that (laughs) thank you bobby for coming in and sharing your inspiring story and a lot of messages there that land so well which hope to resonate to many. And uh, for our listeners, if you enjoy listening to this, please do post and share this podcast to others. Share it, like it, tweet it, Facebook it, whatever you guys do, all that fancy stuff. I'm so old for that shit. But yeah, get the word out there. Um, It feeds your soul and feed the souls of your friends and others around you. I am so humbled to have my exclusive guest today, Bobby Del Rio, uh, producer, actor, and Bobby, you're just all Hollywood. And I cannot wait to meet you in person and hopefully that we stay in touch. I am Nikki Dare, your host. Please stay safe and stay vigilant until our next episode on Dare Radio. Dare to live, love, lead fearlessly, guys. God bless. All right, Bobby, much love. Thank you. That's it? Yeah! Yeah! <laughs> okay, I really appreciate you so much. I'll let you go back to your girlfriend. I'll let you go back to your life. Thank you so very much Thanks. for joining me here, Nikki, Nikki Dare. Okay, take care. Take care. Much love. Bye-bye now. Don't forget to check out some of my books on Amazon. Just type in Google Nikki Dare, my name. I'm currently writing and finishing up some more books. Yes, I am. Until then... Selamat malam, everyone. Buenas noches. Love you guys. God bless. Bye. You have been listening to Nikki Dares Radio, a podcast of sustainability with your host, Ms. Nikki Dare. Nikki Dare's life has been spent passionately in helping others going through transformation, both personal and professional. 
To learn more, please visit Ms. Dare's websites, education.nickydare.com. Workshops on safety preparedness, situational awareness are available. Also available, the Transformational Coaching Series. For corporate and private group pricing, please contact us. Please visit her website, nickydare.com. All of her broadcasts are available for free download on iTunes podcast, Nikki Dare. For more details on opportunities for sponsorships and speaking engagements, please email us at education at nickydare.com. Join her next time, Living in Purpose and Passion. Our mission is to live a sustainable life with your host, Nikki Dare. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.